That's the intro. <laughs> that's not the intro. This is, <laughs> that's not the intro. The happiness hustle. What does it mean to hustle? Ooh. Probably should have been episode one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the intro. Right there. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Um, what does it mean to hustle? What does it mean to hustle? Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about that. To me, it means to not go through life in like a templatized way. Um, you're not necessarily just a follower. Maybe you're not carving your own paths or leading others, but you're going against the norm for personal benefit and personal happiness um that's how i would define it i'm taking notes you take those notes i think like to me hustling has meant putting in extra work that's you know kind of kind of like what you said not going through life in a templated way like not just you know doing the rat race but going above and beyond, doing something extra. Um, and that could be, you know, you're starting your own business, and so you're putting in a lot of hours to get that going and make that successful. Or it could be picking up a side job because you've got some savings goals that you want to meet it's faster or something. But I think to me, it's always come down to just like the extra, extra work, extra effort on top of a normal career or normal job. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. Um, and this is part of the reason why I love talking to others about these sort of ideas, right? Like I would have defined it in a extremely boring way, and then I would have just not given it a second thought. Um, but you added something very important in terms of a detail here. Uh, hustle could mean shortening of a timeline, right? Um, and from that aspect, I think about my own experiences. And my hustle has always been to shorten the distance from my current point in a career to a higher position, right? Higher position typically means better pay, better privileges, um, better set of challenges, perhaps. And I've always, I've always wanted to be operating at that level. I don't I don't mm-hmm. enjoy the thought of being level 1 in a video game for for longer than I need to be. I don't don't need introductory courses. I don't need the full A to Z. I have a personality type where I just want to jump into things and then get going. So that's my hustle. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I think Yeah, I think like part of it has you have to have a goal. Because otherwise, if you're just, I mean, if you're just working a lot, maybe you're like a workaholic, or I don't know, you think that's what you have to do. But without a goal, I don't know that I would call it hustling. You know, I don't know that I don't know that you could say that you're, because I don't know, there's like an implication of like, uh, of like meaningful movement you know you don't you don't just run because someone said hey you should run 
necessarily i mean maybe some people do (laughs) but like normally it's like you're running to get to a destination you're running because you're training you're running you know right to to achieve you have some goal in mind and and that that first example goes against what how we defined it initially which is you don't do things in a templated way right and and templated doesn't or templated meaning predefined or defined by others right so Mm -hmm. um that's a good that's a good point yeah so then expanding on that a little bit to the happiness hustle kind of the broad topic that we're trying to address is like putting in that extra work to achieve more happiness in your life mm-hmm. while having some balance right um, while having some balance because that's i mean that's part of the happiness is if you're just hustling but you don't have i don't know it's like <laughs> You're missing out on your goal completely. Yeah. <laughs> if if you if you don't have that balance along the way, um, because it's not like, you know, there's the the idea of like we well, work for 65 years, and then you retire, and then you're too old to do anything. Well, like you had your goal in sight and you worked towards that, but then when you get there, you can't really enjoy it. <clears throat> so, I think a, a a key part of the the happiness hustle is being happy along the way while you're hustling and not just trying to get to that end result. Yeah. Not to be so robotic with that process. Um, definitely a right. trap that I personally fall into. You begin to hustle for the sake of hustling, but you're not right. here just to be a hustler. You're, you're hustling, like you said, to, to shorten the time period towards a goal or to achieve something mm-hmm. much faster or shorten the distance from A to Z, right? So I've also, um, I think most recently fallen into that trap. I, I fall into that trap fairly often, which sounds stupid, but, uh, I think it's just, uh, I think it's just something that I need to keep in mind when and where I start new paths in my career. Um, whether that means I'm changing jobs, whether that means I'm changing career type, right. To, to jumping in a totally different role. It's always exciting when you start something new, but it's important to keep track of those goals, why you're doing it in the first place, in order to not fall into this lull where you notice you're working far too often, working far too hard, working with no apparent goals in mind, you're neglecting your family or your personal happiness, that kind of thing. So our happiness hustle is kind of all the above, right? We, We have balance work-life balance type of thing. Um, we want to get to our goals sooner. We want to enjoy that journey. We don't want to look back on that journey and think, man, that was like Adam Sandler's click where <laughs> could have just taken that whole chunk of my life and just done whatever you wanted with it because as long as I get to my goal, then then that's it, right? Yeah. Have you seen that movie, Click? No, I haven't. You haven't? I I saw the trailer. I never watched the movie. I hope it's called Click. I hope I didn't just watch that. But uh, yeah, that that movie, I thought that was such a great life lesson. Um, so in it, the, the, the gist of that movie is Adam Sandler's a family man. And he's working his way up the ladder. And click clack, you're Googling it. But um, <laughs> he, he has this opportunity and he comes across this device that allows him to just skip the boring parts of life. Right, and to him, it's things like 
oh, I need to work towards this next promotion. I need to finish this project, or I need to get through this argument with my wife, or get to the point where my kids are happy again, and they get over the previous disappointment. Well, over time, it's a smart device. So if you've skipped an argument with your wife once, it assumes you want to skip all the arguments with your wife. So with him, mm. he, he's viewing his life from moment to moment in between what he considers as busy work or things he doesn't really need to pay attention to, right? Um, and the, at the end of that life, he realizes, man, I've, I've neglected so many good things and so many good people that I really have nothing. I, I have the, the fancy apartment, the, the stacks of money. I've all the accomplishments in the world, but you know what? It turns out that the happiest person is the person who just paid attention to my wife and her times of need and is now married to her. At the end of the movie, mm. he's divorced. Well, in, 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 won't ruin it for you, but there's a, there's a point in the movie where she's divorced and she's experiencing all these emotions and, and she's full of regret. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, one of... Uh, not many people liked it. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people... In my friends group, just just didn't like that movie, but it was it's actually one of my favorites. So I definitely recommend mm-hmm. anybody listening to go watch that Adam Sandler movie right now. I will check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. I mean, I think I can. I wouldn't say I could tend to fall into the same trap, but a similar one where I can be so ambitious about a goal that I'll neglect things along the way so like um and i'm also really stubborn which doesn't doesn't help so like if i have a i don't know a big savings goal my kind of gut instinct is like oh well i'll eat rice and beans and i won't i won't do anything for a year and i'll just save all my money and i could do that but like i can't do that with a family (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it's always kind of a check that I gotta, I gotta make sure. Like, am I too focused on the goal? Because I, I, I gotta keep like lined up with the goal, but I need to enjoy life along the way too, mm-hmm. and not just make it only about the hustle. Yeah, I think I think so. part of being a good hustler is knowing when to let go. Right? You can't. Mm have an ironclad clench on things the entire time until you accomplish things you could but um you like you said you'd end up neglecting a lot of what you might find important around you yeah mm-hmm. i mean i've been through when when i was uh at my heaviest it was just after college and man what a tubby um i was i was enormous crazily enormous i've never been that big again in my life but um and it's shocking how i got to that point it's like, it's like literally one day you look at yourself and you're like what happened anyhow um so for me I, i've never been the type of person to half-heartedly do anything including weight loss right i, I always really just you know when i'm ready i will do it um funny story i'll say for another time why i started doing it but uh, I, I just one one morning I, I decided I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna call one of my friends who goes to the gym, and I'm I'm just gonna go hard at it. And from that day forward, I think I only consumed probably only consumed at maximum 
800 calories a day. But I swam oh, wow. for an hour every day, and I went to the gym twice a day, and I would just drink water at all the times. Just my breakfast well, was that's school, And I had laser focus for eight months straight, and I lost, I lost like 92 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And it was, I was, I was in the best shape of my entire life. And then I met my job life and everything was downhill from there. But that's not the point. That's for another episode. But yeah, like that laser focus. But during that time, I missed out on so many opportunities to hang out with friends. Right. And then of course Mm -hmm. now with, with COVID running rampant and pandemic everywhere, you you miss those times. Luckily, this was, this was like a fair number of years ago when I chose to do this. Um, you know, but when I look back, you know, I, I remember my friends saying, man, you're going to miss out on this. I, I can't even call you up to go out and eat or anything. And it didn't mean much to me then, but it kind of means something to me now thinking back. Like, oh, maybe I could have gone about it equally as hard. I could have hit the gym mm-hmm. equally as hard, but made some exceptions to go and hang out with friends a lot more. Yeah, because it was a solid eight months where I, I quite literally saw nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's some impressive dedication. Crazy. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I'd do it again. Probably hurt myself. <laughs> probably hurt a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes that's what it takes. But a lot of times you look back and mm-hmm. you just wish that you, you did things differently. You made more room in your life for other things than that goal. Mm. Right. Always feels good to accomplish right. that goal. But it would feel so much better when you share those moments with someone else. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I see YouTubers all the time when they go on weight loss journeys or, 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 or they start a new business, right? Or, you know, they're, they're doing their, my journey for investing, um, which is a hot topic these days. And they record every aspect of it um, for the viewers, but also it, it serves as kind of a, a portrait in time for them. They can look back and realize, wow, okay, these, these were my thoughts at this point in time. Kind of like a journal, right? Um, and journals are always best mm-hmm. when, you can share it with other people and they can relate to it uh, versus you yeah. kind of accomplishing things alone. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. There's some accountability to that um, as well as just, I don't know, relationship building and feedback. Yeah, and I, I would argue that's tougher, right? To do mm-hmm. things alone. People are thinking, oh, no, that's that's a lot tougher. No, I think it's tougher to put yourself in a position where you're not losing out on the other things, right? So mm-hmm. again, finding that balance point and right. it's tough. It's tough to put you in a mind, put yourself in a mindset where you want that equal balance. Cause it, 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 it hurts. It, it's either slowing down your goal or talking through emotions or, or something, whatever, right? A lot of things are yeah. applicable to that kind of scenario, but uh, yeah, but it's worth it. I would, I would argue. Mm-hmm, definitely. Anything to add to that? I feel like that was that was pretty much it, right? Like, I mean, just a quick and dirty. How do we define the happiness hustle? Um, I know we talked about part it. Two. Yeah, kind of a part two, because <laughs> there, there's really not much more to it, I think, than what we yeah. just defined. Um, the rest of it is kind of just examples of how we how we happiness hustle in our own lives and stuff, but. Right. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. And I already, I already gave a life story, so. <laughs> that's funny. my quota. When I, when I uh, started at the company that I'm at, um, Mysterio. 
the <laughs> uh they had they had free soda in the fridges and i think i think i gained 15 pounds <laughs> in the first like i don't remember if it was a month or three months <laughs> and i built a tower of coke cans on my desk it's amazing it was very tall oh my God. it was like four feet tall and it was like four by four cans all the way up every time i drank a coke i would set it on my tower you did this purposely yeah and then one day the cleaning lady came in and threw them all away and then i came into the office the next day and they're all gone you know, it's very sad that is very sad but it reminds me of another story um mutual friend uh i'll just say his name he's not on the show it doesn't matter um but jay remember him uh-huh. yeah so he when he he's always worked remote right for for a significant amount of time until he moved back into our area and once he did and he had heard that we have a cleaning lady it was like the boy met christmas because ever since then he would he would he would get a soda would take two sips from it and you would forget about it for like an hour and then when you would come back you have two of the sodas in hand or or like a half drank cup of tea and he would never throw anything away. He would just leave a little <laughs> sandcastle worth of trash. Whatever he had bit through, breathed on that day, he would just leave it in the corner of his desk. And he just found it wonderful that every night when he would leave and come home back in the morning, it would be clean. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I remember confronting him one time. I was like, you know that who cleans that stuff, right? He's like, doesn't matter just gone in the morning like <laughs> the cleaning lady doesn't matter <laughs> but it, it was just funny because oh. it, it became a game for him to see how much trash he could accumulate in one day oh my gosh and how it, it would just miraculously be cleaned did he leave it on the desk he didn't put it in the trash no he just leave it on the desk yeah oh my gosh because he would fill up the trash can <laughs> yeah it started in the trash can then it moved to the desk gotcha. um but yeah we might have some fillers on this episode just from our uh, story exchanges, but um, first experience at uh, our company, um, that was like right after I got off. That was like a few months after I got off my whole health binge, right? Again, my mindset was, man, I have not been this fit ever in my life. I felt so strong. If you need me to get on top of a vending machine, I would do it with a pinky. It was crazy. It was, man, I was wow. ripped. Um, <laughs> that felt so good. And then I discovered free food, and it was just this explosion oh, yeah. of flavors that I hadn't eaten in over nine months. Now, now mind you, with, with that laser focus, it meant that I, I got rid of anything bad in my diet. Sugar oils or anything i mean it got to the point where and this becomes like a health podcast but it's just hilarious i would have a french fry literally just one french fry and i would just it would just wreck me it would wreck oh, because i was just too the things i would just normally eat were like egg whites egg whites chicken <laughs> breast salmon and not a single speck of oil and if, if i ever had to make an egg it was with like a single drop of olive oil a drop. Hey. Wow. Eight months. But when when I got hired on and discovered free food, I would just eat anything in sight, right? And it was crazy. It was like being a little boy again. 
your metabolism <laughs> would just tear through whatever you ate. It was insane. Yeah. We would have those pizza Wednesdays and Fridays, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tear through it. Yeah, that was um, <laughs> that was a very good couple years. Well lived. Uh, free well food lived. could be dangerous. Yeah, it was dangerous. You know, I- ironically, um, it wasn't the free food that uh, that got me to the almighty fat state again. Um, it was my next job where I totally lost the concept of having balance. I was I, I was trying to kill it left and right. Um, I was neglecting my own health. Uh, I would just I would work through just all the hours of the night and. When you're working that late, you end up just snacking, right? You don't even think about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of a great example of that that hustle where you just totally lose yourself, right? I'm, I'm thinking about nothing but obtaining my work goals that I completely neglect my health goals. And I remember when I had gotten skinny and, and, and ripped like the Hulk the first time, I promised myself, like, oh, no, it's easy. I would never gain weight again in that way. But um, yeah, no, that, that's why it's, it's so dangerous, right? You, your, your, your mind is set to accomplish that one thing that you completely push away everything else. Um, even those little warnings for yourself, because I remember warning, thinking about it as I noticed, like, oh, like these pants don't fit anymore. Um, and I don't know, it's not really an excuse that you actively give yourself. Um, and again, this isn't podcast about weight gain or weight loss or anything like that or health but it's just uh, going back to that balance concept right it's not a like a single excuse that you feed yourself at any one time it's more like you just push things off because they're not the priority you know and and that that's so easy it's like "Ah, it's i can work on another weekend right like i I can think about it once i'm done with this task and I, i just kill it right and Big lesson for me because in this particular instance, I was working for just just very very ungrateful, you know, not so much to reward you for effort. It's just just people that really didn't appreciate the effort that one puts in, right? So that the, mm-hmm. they only cared about the end goal. Like, did you achieve what I asked you to achieve? It doesn't matter how impossible it was or how many people it took or you know none of that thing man it's just did you achieve what i asked you to achieve no well then you're you're nothing you know mm-hmm. um and when you're so focused on that goal you take that to heart almost right they, yeah you might not notice it immediately but for me I, looking back i remember that was everything to me and for someone to say that i had failed really wrecked my concept of myself um hmm. yeah anyhow totally healthy now i'm all better but um it did take time it did take time for you to take many big gigantic steps away from the problem and your hustle at the moment for you to realize a i've been missing out and b that was a really unhealthy way to hustle right hmm. so yeah definitely Got to remind myself, and it serves as a reminder for others as well. Uh, when you think you've taken a step back, take a couple more steps back, right? Because you, you might might see something on the horizon that you hadn't seen before, um, and that might shock you back into 
your perfect reality versus whatever reality that you've you know fed yourself for x amount of time that kind of thing oh i like that perspective that's good i think that could be that could be a whole nother episode right there Bam! Right there. See, right there. Un- unhealthy episode. Un- unhealthy episode. Unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> unhealthy hustle. Calling our podcast different um, things. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> An unhealthy episode. <laughs> oh, if our podcast gonna, is about gonna... mental health, you just wrecked mine. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna stop it right okay, there. Okay. No. All right. Do it. Last thing I want to hear is. I can edit that out.